0: everyone, I'm Heaven. And I'm Dr. Maya Angelou. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, you know, I was just in town <laughs> hanging out. Thought I'd stop by. See <laughs> <was doing>.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, just joking. I'm Tracy. Oh my god! <laughs> Surprise! I was so fooled.
1: <laughs> Anyways, what's up?
0: What's happening? <laughs> I don't remember, now. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Welcome to another round we Heaven and My Angelou. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah <laughs>
0: That's what we're doing here <laughs> um, I thought we could just Hang out in the studio And drink with our friends This year's what, what Formerly of Saturday Night Live Currently of all of the Popping over the place. internet place, Yeah thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she has a brand new Comedy special out Called Pizza Mind Pizza as in pizza Pizza Hmm I feel like pizza Should have a tea in it
1: Pizza <laughs> Am I the only one Who I always thought I'm that? imagining like a Pita combination pizza
0: Ooh, a pita pizza? Pizza. A piece of pita pizza. <laughs> So we're going to do that. Okay.
1: <laughs> so she was like, oh, Sully, don't sell the good name of my I special. <laughs> uh, I'm excited. Me too. Okay, Tracy, before we start the show, uh-huh. can I just talk to you about... <laughs> you ever just listen, shuffle, you're on shuffle, you're listening to some music, and yeah. you're like, who put this on here, one? <laughs> yeah. Why well, is it edited, too? <laughs> yes! Can't stand it. I pay taxes, to quote Tracy. Do not do me that way. <laughs> <laughs> but also just like... Y- you like you haven't heard a song in a minute, and then you hear the opening of your line, and you're like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I have a perfect example for you from this very morning. Ooh. So I don't know if you're familiar with the dance hall classic "Bam Bam."
0: Yes. Bam Bam.
1: Yes, sampled in like every everything. Bam Bam. Yep. So that's a classic by Sister Nancy. Put some respect on it. Yes.
0: Here is an
1: updated <laughs> sampled version <laughs> mm-hmm. with Cat Deluna. I don't really know much about Cat Luna She's one of those racially ambiguous girls that has like a island sound. Ah, I think so like she's kind Dominican. Of like a whispery voice. <laughs> yes, you're <Okay>. Janae Aikos. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, right, right, right? But this is a song called "Bum Bum." Bum is in is in tush. It's in the booty butt. <laughs> the booty butt. <laughs> Not to be confused with the other butts Yeah, yeah, yeah. The no, booty butt. A booty butt. Um, featuring Trey songs. And he has, I think, categorically, just one of the best, worst opening lines hmm, of any song. Okay. And I'm just going to play it for you right now. Alright, you're like, okay, I'm grooving, I'm jamming. Yeah. Alright,
0: verse, okay. so <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. So, that's angry. It. so what's it, What's <laughs> up? I'm really angry. <laughs> Imagine that being your intro to what was previously a fire song. <laughs> Looking at a butt. So I say, what's up? Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare trace songs. <laughs>
1: you know, he really painted a picture right there. He did. He
0: walked in. I can see him doing that <laughs> and just staring at a butt. And then I say, what's up? Yeah. And she's like, excuse me, can you not leer at me? He's just like. Whistle! <laughs> I get it. I can see it. Oh, Trey. Oh, Trey songs. Are there other songs that you have this reaction to?
1: Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Another one on just a random playlist of random jams. So, you know, of course, we all had our emo phases.
0: <laughs> I'm still in mine. Thank you very much. Shout yes. out to My Chemical Romance. <laughs> so, I want
1: to give a little shout out to Modest Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they ha- they have some bops um, that still carry me. And mm-hmm. there's one called Float On, which is, you know, just a classic from Good News for People Who Love Bad News. Wow. <laughs> uh, modest mouse-ass fucking title, <laughs> if I've ever heard one.
0: Can I show my age for a second? Mm-hmm. I initially thought when I heard Float On, I thought of a group, called, a group called the Floaters. And it was just like a group of uncles from like the 60s and 70s. <laughs> it's so bad and oh. so great. But we'll talk about that in a later show. So
1: early 2000s emo emo angst stuff right right and it has one of the widest opening lines I've ever heard my dad's lawyer (laughs) (laughs) not quite but might as well be I voted for Bernie you will hear it (laughs) and these translations (laughs) will make sense
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, let's repeat that one more time. <laughs> okay, wow. We got to rewind that. Rewind. Skrr. The other day where he just drove
0: off sometimes like, I ready.
1: Ooh. <sighs> <sighs> I backed my car into a cop car the other day. Wow! Well, he just drove off. Sometimes life's
0: okay. <laughs> he just—he was just like, "Yeah, kids these days." Am I right? And the
1: whole song's about like, you know, we're all gonna be okay. We all just float on. Very wow. existential. Just sort of things happen, and we, we go on. Life continues. Wow. We <laughs> What? <laughs> what? I reheard the song. I was like, "Who is this for?"
0: You, you do not have a single black fan, <laughs> Modest Mouse. I know that for a fact. It's wild wow. in these streets. This reminds me of a vine. And it's a vine that I, like, put out a call on Twitter to try to find. And I just, I can't find it. So, listener, if this vine sounds familiar to you, please send it to me. It's a vine with a black dude with dreadlocks just, like, walking down the street, minding his business, right? Mm. And behind him, there is a white there's a white man who's just like all in a police officer's face he's just like why do you need my id no why do you need my id why do you need it and then the black dude like stops in front of him and he's like <laughs> got him framed up in the back and the dude's like if that was me got to be talking cash shit oh my god <laughs> just like yes
1: i feel like when i first heard the song i was also taken aback by that line because that's a wild thing to say it is but Like hearing it now? Yeah, I was offended. How does that age well?
0: Perhaps (laughs) I felt personally attacked. (laughs) We'll
1: all float on my ass. Backed
0: into a cop car. Sometimes life's okay. The cop was like, "Oh, he's on speed. He can't help it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give him a warning." A lovable guy. Um, I have a similar song. I actually don't know how this will translate because I can't remember the actual song. But my friend, my friend Teddy. Hey, Teddy, how you doing? I'm sure you're listening. Uh he was always really big into introducing like our circle of friends to music that we haven't heard before, right? Okay, okay. And so one day he's like <laughs> he's like, nah, nah, y'all gotta hear this song, y'all gotta hear this song. Like this is like the first thing you hear in the song. If you can't change your friends, you better change your friends. What? And we are like, What? <laughs> Wait, what? What? Just like, what does that mean? What does that mean? He's (laughs) like, ah, you know, if you can't change your friends. (laughs) Then you need to change your friends. And I was like, Teddy, just because you changed the <laughs> register of your voice. Just because you go from soprano to bass doesn't make it make any more he sense. Conveyed zero meaning. I know. <laughs> and like he, I felt bad because he was real excited about the song, but we was just roasting it. And we were just like, if you can't walk down the street, you better walk down the street. <laughs> like, what does any of this mean? <laughs> Wow, we should, like, make a list of, like, white privilege summer jams. <laughs> and and that should be the first one on it. Just hit a cop car. <laughs> and oh, and I'm, I'm alive to write a song about it. Oh, my God. Six degrees of white privilege. Mm. You only need one degree. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <wah, Wah>, <laughs> We are over the moon to be in the studio with a one, Sashira Zameda. She is a comedian. She is an actress, actor. I don't know if there are distinctions made between the two. I've never been particular about that. Hmm. Well, she's both. How about that? I'm both an actress <laughs> slash actress. <laughs> Look at you in all the I categories. Know. <laughs> she has a new stand-up special on CISO called Pizza Mind. Get it? Because it's like pizza. We of... recently learned it was a pun. Okay, <laughs> y'all recently <laughs> learned it was a pun. It's true, it's true. I'm an intellectual. I was like Pizza Mind. Yeah, I got pizza <laughs> on my mind. <laughs> you may also know her from a little show called Saturday Night Live where she was a cast member for three years. Or you might know her from, I don't know, the internet with her viral videos, one of my favorite is the encounter with the street harasser and just yes. like, walk around with his Ugh, dick that's out. That's a classic. I mean, thank you. <laughs> who amongst us has not had somebody wave a dick at us on the street?
2: It happens all the time.
0: Too much. Name yeah. one
2: woman who hasn't. Most, uh, yeah, Most of my friends have uh, experienced man. that. Crazy. Welcome cheers. To and welcome to
1: the show. Thank, oh,
2: thank you. This segue. <laughs> all, all the women I know have encountered random dicks. And welcome.
0: <laughs> and cheers to that, ladies and gentlemen. You are originally from Indianapolis, correct? Yeah, this is correct. Yeah, um, I have a confession to make. Okay. Um, as someone who is from Kentucky, who Tracy has strong feelings about everything. As <laughs> me and Indiana have had some tough times. And Justify it be, Indianapolis. <laughs> it could be just you know pride and like the rivalry, but I have not had very nice times in Indiana and Indianapolis. I, I feel like it's one of it's a very like racially oppressive place. So what? Is Indianapolis like for a black person born and raised in the city? Well, there's a lot of black people in
2: Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Outside of Indianapolis is a little different. There's mm. surrounding towns that have different economic uh, situations and, and they are whiter. There's like different towns that I think are named because of history, like Brownsville, it's like
0: yeah, <laughs> we you get it. We, we got it. <laughs> little on the nose. I hate crime yeah. was committed here. Yeah, <laughs> there's like certain places where it's like I feel like we
2: weren't allowed there, but mm. we were allowed over here. But Indianapolis is very diverse, and my my high school was like sixty five percent black and. I was in the advanced classes where I was the only black person or, like, one of two. So classic, my, classic. my day was very weird where I'd, like, be in, like, gym or orchestra and I'd see, like, like a spectrum of people. And then I'd go to, like, English class and see, like, just myself. Dang. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Growing up there was, like, growing up anywhere in the Midwest and I wanted to get out as soon as I could and I, <laughs> and I did. But now that I go back when I'm an adult – I like it, and I'm like, oh, they're trying. They, they have like yeah. an artsy square that they've
0: created okay. since I've been gone. And okay, like, a little square. They, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Give Indiana a try. <laughs> Strictly just for you. I will do that. So do you identify as a Midwesterner?
2: Yeah, I do. My dad was in the military, so we bounced around a lot, but Indiana's where I spent most of my life, and mm. yeah, I, I feel like I have the Midwest values <laughs> instilled in me, so. and, and What uh, does that
1: even mean? <laughs> Just that butter. I smile.
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. And my blood's popping with butter. Yeah. <laughs> my arteries Heart are very disease. clogged. <laughs> but um, yeah, when I first moved to New York, people were like, it would just be like, Are you from the Midwest? Like they could just clock it because I, I have a just green written on my forehead, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for the world. And they're like, You're too eager. We know oh. saying
0: how to people on the street. Yeah. <laughs> like, what how dare you? What are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> Being helpful. How dare you? <laughs> 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 So you moved around a lot as a
2: kid. Where else did you live? I was born in Okinawa, Japan. Ooh, That is cool as yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. When I was younger, um, I would I would tell people that I was born in Japan, like, when I moved back to the States, and people were like, oh, I can tell. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> I was just bo- physically born Interesting. there. Interesting. are like,
0: mm, I see it. It's in your eyes. I know. <laughs> and I was like,
2: no, you got to stop. <laughs> You're digging your own hole. Like... I my both my parents are black. I just happened to be <laughs> there. Um, oh my
0: God. but I we
2: were only there for ten months, or I was only there for ten months, so I don't remember anything mm-hmm. And then moved to Kentucky. Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) I hope you also don't remember anything from that period. Actually,
2: I do remember my house, and I liked it. I remember. (sighs) (laughs)
0: It's it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. Listen, you got me on Indiana. You're not going to get me on Lexington, but it's cool. All right.
2: (laughs) And then San Antonio, Texas, and then Hampton, Virginia, and then Riverside, California,
0: and then Indianapolis. Damn. Goodness gracious. Yeah. How old were you when you got to Indianapolis? Nine. I'll oh, so you're an adult. You had like a family. Adult. <laughs> I was a grown person. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Yeah, from nine to 18. And then when I graduated high school, I went to UVA in Virginia.
1: Did you always know you were funny as a kid?
2: I thought I was funny. If you ask my family, they did not. <laughs> like, I, I remember, like, a lot of my aunts and stuff would be like, well, wh- when did you think you were funny because we never
0: we're still waiting. Yeah, we're
2: still waiting for that bottle drop, <laughs> we're still girl. waiting for the proof. But I was a, I was a quiet kid. I was very shy. I wasn't like a class clown or anything. But I would whisper jokes to my friends. Oh my so, god, same. Yeah, to my
0: one friend. I only had one friend. It was fun. <laughs> that's all I needed. Yeah, that's all you need. Just
2: one person to laugh and just validation. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't really know that I was like funny outwardly till I was older, like maybe high school. I don't know. But I didn't know I wanted to do comedy until I moved to New York mm-hmm. in two thousand nine.
1: Your parents were um, Trekkies, Trekkers. Both. <laughs> I want to get it right. Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah. come for me. <laughs> Star Trek internet.
2: <laughs> it is Trekkies, but yeah, when the show first came out, they were called Trekkers. Did
1: okay. you feel like you wanted to like rebel and not be nerdy? <laughs> no, I didn't so, feel like, that. To be the opposite of,
2: like my name's from Star Trek. It's a it's a crystal, a crystal like flower. That's so dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so now. But when I was younger, kids were making fun of me for it, and they're like, "Ah, oh, your parents are nerds," and like. <laughs> and then and then I grew up, and I was like, "Oh, whatever. It's cool. Like, yeah. it's a cool story, yeah. and, and people like it." But at, at when I was younger, you know, anything that makes people make fun of you is horrible. So yeah. I was trying to like yeah, suppress you've that. you
0: got skin and bones. <laughs> Truly, yeah. Just yeah. Like, no, I don't.
2: <laughs> so I used to get like. Made fun of for having hair on my arms, and that really like stuck with me. Like I would what? shave me too. as soon as I what? saw any hair on my
1: arm, and now I let it grow because like, it's like exactly right? yeah, mm-hmm. just forearm hair. I did it once and then I, I couldn't do it again. I was like, oh, "My mom was right. Dust <laughs> yeah.
0: grow back hairier." Oh,
2: <laughs> so that's does why it? I stopped. I stopped because I started to love myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not there yet. Not there yet, girl. It's a journey. You know, we all on it. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, it's
0: like, you know, you know. Um, so you mentioned that you went to school at UVA. Yes. And in our extensive research, we have learned that you started an improv comedy group called Amuse. The... Amuse Bouche. Oh, I was saying it right. What does that mean again? It's like hors d'oeuvres?
2: It is like a hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. It's mousse French for like. Something pleasing to the mouth.
0: Mm.
1: So that's
2: that's what we wanted to call our group. So like laughter, like happiness, something pleasing
0: to your mouth. Ooh. Push. Man, if so, I had some game, I would put that in there. Something, use something use pleasing to the mouth? Bush? <laughs> <laughs> bush,
1: anyone?
2: Was it an all-women <laughs> group? It did start off that way, but then we had to add some dudes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Muse Bush.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Ted>. <laughs>
0: All right, I apologize. <laughs> Heaven, Heaven has this theory that improv is spoken word for white people. Ha! <laughs> 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 in that and correct me if I'm wrong lots of people attempted but very few are good at it yeah you know Which the
1: ratio great? of people trying to good I feel like that's probably most for all the arts
0: well it's mm-hmm. also hard
2: because you're in a group of people so it's when that's you watch true, a that's show true. that's bad it's very hard to figure out what the weakest length is or like what's happening because it's like Maybe something went wrong and someone didn't hear a thing and then all of a sudden a domino effect is happening right. in that show. Uh. But it's hard to be like, oh, this person's bad or like these people are the the people who are making this group bad. It's just like because oh, it's a group gosh. effort. Um, that sounds
0: So it's like a group project in high school except you don't know who to, who to point the finger at yeah. when it doesn't get done. <laughs> Stressful. Mm-hmm. Is there, like, a secret, like, list serve or, like, support group or just, like, hangout <laughs> club of, like, all the black people who are in improv? Because I feel like there's a other. very small <laughs> number, too. right? There is a very small number.
2: I don't know if we have a list serve. <laughs> 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 Might be convenient. You know, free idea. It's, 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 we we have, have, like, text way. chains and we'll, like, hang out with people. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that one of the teams i'm on currently is called doppelganger and it's me and two black women uh, cuz when we when we started people would confuse no. us for each other and we of look course. nothing alike of course not. <laughs> different, heights, different heights truly different truly <laughs> and so yeah we got together and we were like it'd be funny if we just called each other doppelganger and oh i love that yeah and we still perform together and um yeah. You just like you you can see each other <laughs> in this <laughs> in this community of of whiteness. We have and, eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And right. then you like pick the people that you really wanna be with mm. and like perform with and you make a tribe. And yeah, there's definitely more people of color in the community now, mm-hmm. which is great. But yeah, when I started it was pretty numbers are pretty low.
0: Yeah. I would love to start like a telethon or something to get like more black people into improv <laughs> which is wild because I'm telethon. not even in improv but I'm just like we need more black people in this thing than I'm not in and oh, there's <laughs> also wowing Out Nick Cannon. true show. true I feel like that's slept on <sighs> do
2: you? yeah a lot of people watch it I think or I don't know it's on MTV I too, feel like again. Nick
1: Cannon has put on just as many people as Lauren Michaels <laughs> I mean
2: oh. lightweight
0: Wow, he Just has met a lot of people.
2: Yeah, Pete Davidson was on. Yeah, Welling
0: out. Wow. Mikey Day was on Welling out. <laughs> Pull some respect Karen on Killen Nick Cannon's man. <laughs>
1: you know yes, Taryn was it. A-
0: I never thought I would hear somebody say, put some respect <laughs> on Nick Cannon's name. And I would be like, you're right. Oh, you know, in a certain context.
2: There's like a lot of SNL love.
0: <laughs> well, shit. Shout out Wild to Nick out. Cannon. <laughs> yeah, he's got a good eye. <laughs> Maybe he would be interested in our new uh, show idea, which I, I say we because I just don't want to be in it alone. <laughs> but I feel like a good idea would be uh, trap improv. Wow. Don't know what that what means. What is that? Like? Okay. Like, I don't know. Like, so <laughs> you got like a trap beat, right? Okay. 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 And then the host I'm is in. like, all right, somebody, what is this trap artist's name? Young what? <laughs> and you just look around and you're like, young headphones. All right, bet. Young headphones. What's your struggle? What's, What's your struggle? struggle? <laughs> you in the trap. You can't get out. All right. You're in. You're in it. Wow. rap song must include this word. <laughs> Helium balloon. I mean,
2: you know, you're just like...
0: I was Anna. Wow, him, him, <laughs> <una, laughs> this is a great idea, Tracy. Actually, thank you. All right, I, I feel like we got that. Yep. We yeah, we could do that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just you know, we'll put a tab on it. We'll workshop it later, but you know, what we'll yeah. would pitch it to right. Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cannon, if you' listening, please give me a call. Young headphones. <laughs> I do
1: feel like that, like hashtag rap style is in. You know, mm-hmm. like I remember when someone was making fun of Nikki's like r- late response to Remy Ma. They're like, she's gonna say something like. Your album was a sandal flip flop, <laughs> <laughs> and that's just kind of—I <laughs> mean, to a good example. I feel like that would work for for improv.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would be terrible at this <laughs> at the at this the hashtag. I was just gonna yeah. say like, it's raining outside. Drip drop. <laughs> bars. Right. All right, bars,
1: bars, oh, bars, oh, bars. Brew, yeah. brew. <laughs> heaven. I know you got one. Let's go. Um. Ooh. Young sippy cup, young sippy. <laughs> All right, you know I'm a baby. Young sippy cup. Uh-huh. What's my struggle? <laughs> uh, uh,
2: diaper rash.
1: Oh. <laughs> All right, diaper rash, diaper rash. Uh-huh. Oh man, this is getting difficult. <laughs> really painting myself in the corner. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um,
0: uh. you know what? If you want to bow out, I, I feel it. <laughs> you know it's almost there uh-huh. okay diaper rash right it's itchy right uh <laughs> happens on your butt right <laughs> got a diaper rash but i still got cash
1: yes. oh, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> oh my god young sippy cup i'm a baby <laughs> i could do that i'm a baby you could i feel like i got that from nina
0: yeah, you sort That's of That's what our producer it.
1: just says. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
0: a baby. <laughs> yeah. It's like, "Nina, where's the where's the email today?"
1: "Oh no, I'm a baby." <laughs> <laughs> this is a solid attempt at uh <laughs> Trap improv. We tried. You know what? <laughs> we
2: yeah. Honestly, we I gave it did a really good job.
1: <laughs> You're right. You're, You're right. right. You're right. Fast forward a little from college improv to like you are now on the SNL stage. Yeah. What? Yeah. And I remember your first episode was Drake. Mm-hmm. Was the, the guest. So wait, were you
0: there then? Because oh. you were
1: also rewind a little. I was an internet SNL for a little oh, bit. I didn't know that. For a hot second. Cool. Uh 2012 to 2013. Where were you? I was in the set design department. Oh, cool. Apparently Aubrey Plaza was like in that exact department and my boss is like, you kind of give give me the same I don't want to work vibes. <laughs> it's, like, it's accurate. <laughs> and that's what's going to get you ahead. <laughs> Just like Aubrey. <laughs> exactly. Um, it was an interesting time. I definitely, I like got to see Kanye rehearse backstage. So like there were some definite like that's crazy. SNL moments that mm-hmm. I, I feel like I got to see. Did you have any like that where you're like, oh, I'm fangirling right now?
2: I truly love when Kanye comes to the show. And he really is good with Creating a new space when he comes because that, that performance space is a box. It is. Um, it's, it's really just like small. I yeah. feel like people
1: don't see it on, on it's TV. It's very
2: small, very far away from the stage. So when someone does something new with it, it's very exciting. Mm. And when he came to the 40th, he brought the lights, like this light rig, down to like maybe two feet above the ground. And then mm. he was like crawling underneath it. That's all he did to change yeah. it. But it looked so yeah. cool. And it was mm. like just like a whole new thing like, theatrical aspect to it. Uh, yeah, I really like how he thinks about It was incredible space. to watch him, yeah. He yeah. was like,
0: I, I watched him art direct and be like, all right, camera here, over here. Oh, my gosh. All right, three seconds in,
1: this comes in this way. Like, yeah. it just had a very exact vision.
0: Mm-hmm. Does he interact with the cast when he's
2: there? I have never spoken to him. We're usually so separate. Like, unless they're in a sketch with us, mm-hmm. we don't really see them. They mm-hmm. kind of just come in and rehearse on their own, then leave. Mm-hmm. And then they come in perform, and then we might see them at the party, but... Yeah, there's usually very little interaction
1: with the musical guest. Mm. Um, I remember when I started there, I was a little younger. I mean, I was an intern. So I was a little younger in my career in terms of just like feeling comfortable being myself. I feel like oh, in every <laughs> I feel like in every comedy space I've been, my version of like trying to blend
0: in is I like, tell more dick jokes. Hmm. and you're letting them know that, like you are accessible,
1: yeah. yeah. All of this is to say I do find myself like especially earlier, I was like trying to change a little bit to be like, oh i can I can blend in, guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, dudes, It's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever find yourself doing stuff like that? Um, I don't know if I actively
2: tried to. Speak a certain way or do certain things. But because we are around each other so much and we read each other's writing all the time, there are certain words that everyone starts saying. Like, I feel like there was a year where Chris Kelly and Sarah Schneider, uh, the head writers, they were writing a lot of sketches that had that's a damn in it. And that's so we all. Damn? That's a damn. Like, oh, that's a damn. Like, <laughs> And we would just keep saying that <laughs> to each other. I do think I was sweeter when I got there. Just like, mm. oh, okay, everyone knows what they're talking about here, and I accepted and this and that. And then over time it was like, no, I know what I'm talking about. And then mm. just not, like, forceful or stern, but just, like, more, like, confident in what I have to say yeah. as opposed to being like, I'm new, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then that went away. And I think by the time I left I was like, whatever, this is a bad idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely something that I've had to grow into. And do you know what? You know who's teaching me how to do that? Is it me? The young over here? Uh, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> you gotta. I, I've noticed it like since we started making this podcast. I'm just like, you know what? I don't like your idea and I can say it because heaven can say it. Mm-hmm. And Heaven's 10 years younger than me so she can do it. <laughs> Word.
1: What do you think you learned there while you
2: were there? So much. I learned like about collaborating with a team of people Mm. and how to communicate, that's so important. There's Mm -hmm. so many people who work there, you know, and being able to relay your idea the way you want it to play out to
1: a team of people Mm. is like kind of difficult. So Yeah, I do. I did really enjoy Wednesdays were our days in the set design department because it'd be like, Tuesday, everyone was staying up all night, kind of smell a little funky in their offices. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> and, like, the scripts are done, and we don't know which ones are going to be chose yet, but they're going to do the read-through. And then, like, you walk in, the writer, and, like, maybe a cast member will walk in with a little script, and they're like, this is what I'm looking for, this is what I'm interested in. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, I have some research to show you. This is what that home could look like for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just the backdrop. <laughs>
2: yeah, it is cool that you get to really create your own world. Like, yeah. you get to direct your own vision. If you if you get a sketch onto the show, so like, you not only write it, but you're also thinking about how do I want these characters to look. So you talk to the costume people and decide what they look like. Well, how do I want their hair to look? How do I want their makeup to look? How do I want the set to look and the mm. props and all that stuff? So like, yeah. it's not like you just write it and someone else takes care of all that. You have to c- finish it to completion, and that's really cool.
1: Yeah, that was so fun to
2: witness. Yeah. I was just a little that's train so in that
1: in that stop, you know? Yeah. I was like right next to the hair and makeup folks. They were great.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those. Are, that's that was my favorite room to hang out in. In the wig room mm-hmm. where the hair and makeup was getting done because it's just like the wig room. Oh, it's love so it. fun. Just like ladies just a, being a supportive full and full of wigs? wonderful.
0: Yeah, all those wigs. I've never thought about the logistics of how this show is made. So I'm just like, oh, shit, it's a whole room.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like a made. whole room where the wigs get made, and then there's a whole room where the wigs get stored, and then there's a room where they actively put it on your person. And, mm. yeah, it's like a whole machine.
1: Did you learn how to get dressed and undress really quickly? <laughs> Very quickly,
2: yeah. One of the last shows we had from this past season, I can't remember what sketch I was getting out of. I was getting into my the Bachelorette sketch. Mm. And the zipper on my dress broke but we have a dresser so you have a dresser a hair person and a makeup person so like someone's doing my face and like i'm like wiggling out of my dress <laughs> oh my and someone's so putting my wig on at the hard. same time and the zipper wouldn't go up and so my dresser oh, no. pinned it with safety pins and then i went out there i never turned around so it didn't matter mm. and then i came off stage and she's like did you know you're pinned in i was like no she's like good <laughs> <laughs> love it but yeah they're they're really
0: good it's a really well-oiled machine So something that I wonder about people who do so much in the creative field, like you do improv and sketch comedy and stand up and you've got the web videos. When you're so good at so many things, when you have so many different interests, how do you know when it's time to like move on to the next format or to the next like genre or Mm -hmm. whatever?
2: I don't know if it's a thing about like if there's a right time to do it. I think it's just like where your interests lie. Like I... Came to New York really loving improv, mm-hmm. and so that's how that's where I started. And then I, thankfully, got some diversity scholarships through UCB. I don't know if I would have been able to pay. Yeah, for those more classes, classes are
1: expensive.
2: They're yeah. very expensive, and they they keep getting more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thankfully I got a scholarship, and I was like, oh well, with this I will take some sketch classes. And then I started right. writing more, and that was very beneficial. And then through classes and meeting people people were like i'm gonna try stand-up and i was like yeah i'll try stand-up too and Mm -hmm. it's kind of just like trying things out and feeling it out and then i was just doing all of it at the same time and and loving it all it's just i I think it just depends on where your passion is at the time Mm -hmm. and where the Mm
1: -hmm. money is (laughs)
0: listen
1: (laughs) so i i feel like we have to ask I'm not quite sure how things ended at SNL because I remember when the season ended, Bobby Moynihan and Vanessa Bayer had this whole announcement and going away fanfare. And we we're kind of like, wait,
0: is that happening for this too? What's happening? We were mad, to be honest.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was just like, what's good? What's happening? So um, I don't really want to talk about this.
1: Fair. Fair. We had to try. Just yeah. had to try. I get it. <laughs> What's up with that? Mm. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So somehow at the same time that you were doing SNL, you filmed an entire hour-long comedy special? Yeah. Hal Swaford. That was nuts. That's crazy.
2: We had our Christmas show, and then I went home, got my stuff, and went straight to an airport to fly to New Orleans and then tape the next day.
0: The next day? Oh, my gosh. gosh.
2: Actually, we taped pre-tapes the next day and then the special. The day after that.
1: The pre-tapes are so much fun. Thanks! <laughs> the, like, black swan, almost,
2: <laughs> like, fight that happens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it.
1: I love me a good black Thank swan fight. Thank you very fight. much. That
2: was from a bit that I used to do on the UCB stage, and I was trying to figure out how to do this, like, argument with myself, and... Uh, Yeah, uh, Chiokinosaur directed the special, and he is one of my best friends and has seen me do that piece. And he was like, that should probably be you talking to yourself like a pep talk before the actual special happens. And I was like, yep, good idea. (laughs) And and he's also the one who talked me into doing a song because I was like— I don't really care, and he was like, "But you can sing, so why not just do it?" And I was like, "All right,
1: fine, yeah." And then we, that was such a delightful turn. I was like, "The comedy's over, and now there's like a musical." A musical. What? It was like
0: it was. It's like the toy in a box of cereal.
1: So, how did you? How do you start a special? Is memorizing a special the same as like memorizing your sketches week to week? Well,
2: we don't really memorize the sketches week to week because we have cue cards, and the th- the lines Fair. change. Yeah. Like up to the minute, sometimes that if we do memorize it, it would actually be detrimental because we mm. we may not remember to look to see the, the new the line. Word. Yeah, so so the opposite It's yeah. So we the truly exact opposite. I never memorized anything for SML. <laughs> but for my special, that was material I had been developing over years, so ah. it was already in here. But thankfully, they had a TV screen at the back of the word. I, of the I, audience, word. so I could like. See bullet points of what my material was Mm. when it was coming,
1: which was very helpful. Uh, I'm going to keep that in my back pocket.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, I can remember an hour, but it's like because the cameras are on you and like this is it. Yeah, yeah. This is the thing. Like your nerves are flowing. It's just nice to have like a safety blanket. Mm-hmm. there so you can look and be like oh yes i'm talking about dicks
1: great i do feel like you have a great like black man comedian guy voice <laughs> both oh. of you both of you you got that down you packed. have a great
0: one <laughs> i i just have an inner black man who is just always in me yeah um and i also have such a such a huge love for like nineties era black comedians in like the huge like Steve Harvey suits. Yes. Ties down to your knees. (laughs) Yes. Just walk around the stage and yell. And that's all they... You ever a you your woman at home and you're like, huh? <laughs> and that's all you need? That's, that's all, all you need for will go crazy. Isn't that wild? <laughs> just ask them a question. It's so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> you ever wake up in the morning and just look around like, how did I get here? And I was like, yes! <laughs> I wake I up that! every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's a, one of my favorite videos, maybe ever, is this UCB comedy video written by Achilles Stamatalaki who used to be on my sketch team at UCB and I think it only has like 4,000 views but like most of them are me because I just (laughs) watched it so much and it's Def Jam Garfield and it's just okay. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> it's, just, it's just people doing like Def Jam style jokes oh about my Garfield specifics. I it's amazing. You have to watch it.
0: It's your favorite Def Jam comics doing their best jokes about the comic strip Garfield. They're gonna be talking about lasagna. Garfield loves lasagna, right? Right? that every single day. Yeah. It's This is really amazing. The best. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm laughing too much. It's making me sweat. <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: Uh, so we have a clip from the special. <laughs> Great.
2: I really did it. You hit your mark so you didn't choke. You didn't
1: vagina sweat. And I usually do so much. But not today. I did it. You really did it. I'd love really me a closing musical number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the songs about how you did it, you know. You, you, you did the special, you I were nervous, it, and but it's celebrating over. Celebrating the fact that you did it. Yes, yeah. we know all about that feeling. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Seriously, that's so real. That's so real. You looked so good. You're wearing Thank this incredible you. blue jumper. Uh, Thank you. And I like, I, okay, I feel like this is kind of a trap question in that you are a woman, so I, like, I don't want to talk about makeup and beauty and clothing with you, mm-hmm. but I am However. also <laughs> interested in these things. You yeah, know what I mean? me too. So, like, I thought it was a great choice. I was like, wow, blue jumper, you're rocking it, you're killing it. I would have thought to myself, what is the sweat situation in this jumper?
2: That was a huge factor into like, it, Like, yeah. is that
1: how you thought about what to wear? Absolutely, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Because I, I tried on a bunch of, I wanted to wear a jumpsuit, I knew that. And uh, this great stylist, Brandy Joy Smith, helped me out in a clutch and got tons of stuff for me to try on. And uh, yeah, I was really thinking about like, what can I wear that's not going to make me too hot? And yeah. then, and also, if I get hot, what's mm-hmm. going to show? Sweat. Because yeah. I sweat yeah. very easily. Same. Just on the regular let alone (laughs) performing for two hours because I I did an hour and then did another hour right after that so it was like how can I look okay (laughs) 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 while doing this and um, yeah and I put that that blue jumpsuit on and I was like this looks really beautiful I like it um, and I had a black one as well and I was like, I'll take both of them down just in case mm. and see what they look like in front of the curtain, in front of the cameras. Mm. And I put that blue one on and I was like, Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah, yes, this is not. it. Definitely. Uh, Brandy has a great tailor that sewed a bra into the, the okay. whole situation. Okay. So I wasn't just like free flowing. <laughs> free falling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like so many things to like consider. It's like how are these gonna stay yes. up? Like how am I not gonna sweat? I want my legs to breathe, in. I didn't wanna to be too, too tired tight oh, yeah, on my ass and stuff. Man. Yeah is there's a whole science to it and my makeup artist Andrew Sotomayor, he got this like special effects makeup paint mm. and uh oh. maybe it's the color that you would use for like if someone was like Trying to look like they're bleeding or something. But he put that on my lips <gasps> so that if my mic ran into my lips, it wouldn't like rub or smudge or anything Why like that. that. And th- that's how it lasted for two levels.
1: hours. Levels, levels. <laughs> Give me the blood makeup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, want I need that. the blood makeup on my lips, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I also love in the end, you have like this little light flex where you're like, and I didn't ghostwrite it. <laughs> Is that common? I didn't know. Some people use writers. Mm. I
2: don't think I've heard of anyone like not writing any of their material, but Mm -hmm. yeah, some people have a team of writers that are helping them out, which is totally fine, because Mm -hmm. it's like, you are a show, so it's like a TV show, you have multiple writers, not one person's writing the whole thing, usually.
1: Yeah, Um, I felt a little naive, I was like, oh, that's how the Hollywood magic happens. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Humans come together. Most people do write their own stuff, but like if you get to a certain level sometimes, you might have help, and Mm -hmm. which is also okay, but... I was making it clear. Did it all by myself. <laughs> That's <laughs> for me
0: in this house. <laughs> what did doing this special teach you about yourself?
2: It taught me that I really know what I'm talking about because there were some conversations where, like, because of budget things, maybe they didn't want to do certain things that I wanted to do or like what? I have animation. I have a musical number. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I and then like, it's much easier to just do the hour mm. and have a camera pointed at you and you're on stage and that's it. And I was asking for a lot. Mm. And this is my first special. And I don't have to get a lot, but mm. it was interesting trying to figure out how to be able to give the production company and everyone what they want while also I'm getting what I want creatively. Word. So yeah, just figuring out how to communicate what I need and and making sure that everyone's happy was a new lesson. But I did it. Yeah, it. I did it. You did it.
0: <laughs> I love it, and you did it so well.
1: Thank you.
0: So this is a segment that we like to call pew 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 pew, and it's meant to be rapid fire. Sometimes it is. If it's not, it's okay. We're the trying to get better. A longer story
1: takes hold of you. It'll be okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so first things first. One of my favorite things on this planet. Is like air, water, and then cheese, right? <laughs> so into cheese. A little birdie told us that you once tried to make cheese juice. This is true, and we're gonna oh, need this what? story. <laughs> <laughs> what? So I understood
2: the concept of like orange juice, okay. yeah, apple juice. Sure, there are fruits, and they have cranberry juices.
1: juice. You know, okay. Like, okay, yeah,
0: I get, I get it. Carrot <laughs> juice, even. right? And for context, you're how old? Five. Okay.
1: (laughs) I'm a grown-ass woman.
0: (laughs) Last week I was
1: thinking to myself, (laughs)
2: as a five-year-old, yeah, I was like, yeah, there's all these food, juices. Why isn't there a cheese juice? Mm. I love cheese. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I'd love it in juice form. Mm -hmm. So I told my parents. (laughs) Five-year-old me is on board with this. I'm in it. (laughs) I told my parents, and they were nice enough to be like, Let's try it instead Whoa. of like that's a bad idea. <laughs> Go to your room. You're Let's stupid. Try what?
1: <laughs> Let's try to Making make some cheese, cheese juice. Juice. To juice. A juice of cheese. Yeah,
2: we <laughs> juiced a cheese. A whole cheese. So we put a chair to the counter. I stood on the chair. We got slices of American cheese. Put in a blender.
1: Okay. Oh, sorry, <laughs> had a very visceral reaction. to
2: that. You're not wrong. We added water and sugar. Blended uh, it up.
0: Where'd the sugar come in? Why did uh, Just because you know, to make it sweet. Because it's juice. Because <laughs> juice. <laughs> juice. juice is sweet. And it right. doesn't
2: have natural sugars because it's cheap. <laughs> so we had to add the sugar. Sure. We blended it up and we poured three cups and they let me taste it first. They're like, let's see what you think. I tasted three it. And I was cups. like, oh, this is nasty. And they're like, you're so right. You're right. Because you don't like
1: it, we don't like it. <laughs> Thing, parents, that's the
2: cutest meal story like I've ever heard of my
1: life. <laughs> no, you had to find out your own way. You yeah. know, yeah, it was nice
2: though. They were like, you know what? Let's just give it a try because it didn't stifle it. my creativity. <laughs> yeah. I, I still have
1: that attitude. Yeah, that's so beautiful. You have like improv parents. were like, yes, Anne, let's make. You <laughs> know, yeah, definitely. I would have been like, no, child. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no gonna why. be bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I hope I'm, I hope that I become the type of parent who will make cheese juice <laughs> with her children. Oh, no, I believe that's you will. So
1: cute, girls. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: Cross. Tell us about the first time you got high. Very very first time. It
2: was with my cousins, and I was in South Carolina. We went to we left the my my aunt has this huge house. She's a dentist, very giving, wonderful, beautiful. Uh, We left the house to go to a pool in the neighborhood, and it was just him and his friends, and we they just like had like like three blunts going around at least. I can't remember. And I got very high to the point where I was like saying double. Your
0: first was a bullet. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: Ooh. <laughs> I, <laughs> mean, I didn't mean to say it like that.
0: If you go bullet. Cool. Yeah,
2: this was like, this is also, I think, my first summer um, after I started college. And so I was like a good girl. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leading up to this point. Yeah. That yeah. first summer, and then I'm like wild and <laughs> trying everything.
0: It really is a gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And then uh, and yeah, one of his friends walked me back to the house, and then I walked into the house, and I, I did have a conversation with my <laughs> aunt. I don't know what it looked like, <laughs> but I was just like. I need to go to bed. <laughs> and they're like, it's 8 p.m. I was like, I need to go to bed right now. And then I did go to bed. I remember praying to God to make this feeling stop because oh my God. it hurt so bad. Like my head was spinning, and I was oh like, no. I don't want to do this anymore. No. I don't want to feel like this anymore. No. <laughs> And then I also had to take my, one of my cousins to go see a movie because I agreed to drive her to the oh movie theater my and she like woke me up actually didn't wake me up because I wasn't asleep. I was just like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> trying my hardest to sleep and I was just like, uh, I'm too high. <laughs>
2: And then she's like, We have to go to the movies, we're gonna be late And I was like, Okay And then we <laughs> got in the car and I drove so slow, just like two <laughs> miles per hour, just like
0: oh, I can't Focus gonna and concentrate make
2: it. And she's like, Why are you going so slow? And she's like fifteen or something and uh, and I was like, I'm sorry, I gotta go back home. <laughs> I did You too turn hard. around. I turned because I couldn't make it. I don't even I probably went half a block and I was like, It's not gonna work <laughs> And turn around, parked the car, went to bed, eventually slept it off and then the next day she was like what was wrong with you and I was like I'm sorry I got high and she's like you should have told me I would have got high too and I was like right,
1: (laughs) family yeah (laughs) it was beautiful I saw um, on your IMDB I'm so curious about this random ABC show you were on oh yeah 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 called Would You you Fall fall For for that?" That and I was like I don't even know what it's about, but I yes, I I've would fall drinking. for that. <laughs> I would fall for all the things. What was that about? We did three episodes. Three? Yeah. Oh, shit. It was
2: like three hour-long episodes. It was like a test run. And it was the same people who did What Would You Do?
0: That oh, Not the kids the John show, Quignone but the— show. Yeah.
2: So it was the same the kind of thing. one where it's like
1: someone's stealing a bike in the park or something, yeah. you know?
2: As yeah. <sighs> what would you do? Would you yeah. help them or yeah, would you keep yeah. walking? Yeah. It wasn't that intense. Oh, was, my this gosh. This was supposed to be the lighthearted version <laughs> okay, of okay. that. Okay.
1: What <laughs> were <laughs> some of the things? Did you fall for any of them?
2: Well, we, I was one of the people trying to get people to fall for stuff. So mm. uh, it was me and Scott Rogowski, another comedian, and uh, we would do these kind of psychological experiments that have already been done (laughs) but we were just (laughs) repeating them so it'd be like uh, if we put a velvet rope in the
1: middle of a park will people line up for it Oh yes I would (laughs) (laughs) like what y'all doing I'm in
2: yeah just to see what's going on and they did but we also like Heavily influenced it. We like, I, it was like me walking around with a megaphone being like, you gotta line up for the thing. <laughs> oh, well, and, shit. And then people were like, what's the thing? And I'm like, just up you gotta see line up and <laughs> so it. So it's like, it wasn't like they just walked up and they're like, Ooh, a velvet rope? Let me just stand here and see. It was like, I was yelling at people to
0: make them oh. go. Get in line, like, damn it. Please, for the cameras, please. And I give you a dollar. I you give it? you two dollars. sign do the it. release. Shut up, because please, we need this. Okay. <laughs> and then the show's like, wow. <laughs> Can Everyone you believe line. it? Exactly, yeah. yes. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, do you believe in love at first sight?
2: I don't. I don't think I do. Fair.
0: Um, I don't believe in love at all, so it's fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like the people I've looked at and been like, ooh, yeah, mm-hmm. weren't great for me. So mm. not always, but just like rarely has it been like, ooh, we instantly clicked, mm-hmm. and that's all it took. You know, you got to like fall in love. Mm-hmm. And I've only been in love once, and it's with the person that I'm currently with. And yeah, we I definitely like saw him from afar and was like, he's attractive. I like his deal. Um, but it wasn't – it was it took a while before we were, like, really hitting it off. It wasn't an instant click mm. kind of thing. Although well, when it clicked, it clicked very fast. But it wasn't just, like, I saw him across the room and then someone talked to each, each it's other. It's the
0: daddy of my babies. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Actually, I don't remember this, but he's also a comic. And, and we did a show together and, and I – was leaving to go to a party and I was like, do you want to come with? And he was like, oh, I have another girl waiting. And I was like, okay, you're lost, dude. <laughs> another girl waiting. You know, he had a life. He was like seeing another girl. And then I, I guess I was, my attitude was just like, mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what a bad choice. <laughs> yes. And a year it later, with your face. it yeah. happened for us. <laughs> Um, So, Sheer, this has been so fun. Please yes. come back and hang out some more. Yeah, you yeah. had a blast. Yeah. This is so fun. Where can people find you in your work?
2: Um, My Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, all my social media stuff is at The Sheer Truth. T H E, Sheer Truth. The Sheer uh, Truth? Oh, I love that. I get, it. I get it. I'm into puns. I love puns. <laughs> <laughs> I Tom love Tom Dick. it. Um, <laughs> my special is Pizza Mind on CISO, and the audio of that is on iTunes and Spotify right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just I, I tweet my shows out. So if you're around, <laughs> I'll try to tweet it in advance so you can make plans to so come see me live.
0: And that's it. Hey, yay! Thank you so much. Check out the special, everybody. Follow her on all the things. You will not regret it.
1: Yay. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Have a muggy a Maggie, that's me walking around and looking at trees. Okay, where is she going? I don't. What know. is she know doing? What's Nobody happening? knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. I just thought you needed a theme song. Oh, you know. I love it! Yay. <laughs> um. Also, I just thought we could buy some rounds. Ooh. Um. What you got? What you got? Um, I like to buy around for halal
1: cart chicken and rice specifically.
0: <laughs> street meat, street meat. Oh my god!
1: I swear, when I first moved to New York, I just heard my mom's voice like, "How dare you
0: <laughs> eat food from a cart <laughs> on the street? On the street? <laughs> on, the street. <laughs> on the street corner? Yeah."
1: That. And and Ooh. I I could see the logic there. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. I birthed this human. I put it out in the world and it's all going to go away. I caught it to eat food off the street. <laughs> yes. Because she want to try a little street meat. Okay. <laughs> the smells are tantalizing. Okay.
0: <laughs> Everybody knows that street meat is a gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> it's all <other> street stuff. <laughs> yeah. So at first I
1: was like, you know, I don't know about that life. Mm-hmm. But then one day I ventured to the halal cart. Yeah. I got this famed chicken and rice they speak of. Mm-hmm. I asked for extra hot sauce and my life has changed ever wow. since. Wow. And I feel like we don't talk about it enough.
0: We don't. I know you love you some chicken and uh, rice from the halal cart. I love I love a halal cart. But it's kind of tricky and it's kind of dangerous because, Ooh. you know, they're a different halal cart. This is true. You know, you kind of you have to find your home, mm-hmm. your halal home. And if you find the right, the wrong one. If you find the wrong one, it can it can fuck you up. It can fuck you all the street way meat, up. Street meat, you know. Uh, from the, the street, of buying meat <laughs> from on the street. street. <laughs> this is not where meat should be sold. Oh man, but when you but when you get a good halal cart, though, I know there's just it's just like it's probably what looking at your newborn for the first time is like.
1: Uh, yeah, neither I'm of us it. are mothers. I mean, we, we don't know.
0: We don't know anything. It's just like motherhood. <laughs> Street mean is just like motherhood. I don't think we're <laughs> offending anybody when we say that. <laughs> um, I'm in love with um, the white sauce, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm always just like okay. Let me get some chicken and get some rice. Don't put a single vegetable on here, <laughs> and just drench everything in white sauce. Yeah, I hate when they try to give you a full ass salad. First of all, it's not a real salad. Lettuce yeah. and tomato does not a salad make. It's not a salad make. You just you just skimping me on product that I'm paying for. <laughs> I want nothing but meat and rice in here.
1: I am a fan of getting a little pita. Mmm. You know
0: I don't. I, I don't love do the chopped the pita. up pita
1: with the wait. They chop it up. Chop, chop, chop it up. Wait, they chop the pita up? So Mm-mm. I, too, am a fan of not getting the salad farce. Yeah. <laughs> and with that room that I save. <laughs> you put some I, pita in it. Yeah, I'm like, because they usually use the pita for like sandwiches or like a little mm-hmm. gyrohydrug. You know, I have no you, idea how to say that. However way. you pronounce it. All of those it. ways are right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they usually use the pita and I'm like, yeah, can you chop up a little pita for me?
0: Yo. And they put it in the, the,
1: throw it in the, the carton
0: street meat hack yes look at you yes it's like my it. number
1: one craving when I'm like back in New York I'm
0: like oh yeah. I've missed you
1: shout out to New York City street meat
0: shout out to New York City street meat to the to the good street meat yes. Yes. Yeah. be discerning please <laughs> yo if the white sauce is watery just turn around and walk away because you will you be in the bathroom <laughs> you don't want these problems <laughs> you don't take it from me <laughs> okay good round good solid round who are you about around for I also have a food-related round. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm bound around for hard taco shells. Okay, wow. Yep, I said that. People don't talk about that. People don't (laughs) talk about it at all. (laughs) Firstly, and when I mention it, people look at me like I got three heads. And I'm just like, Yeah, I'm a little surprised, to be honest. Uh, You know what, fair. Walk me through the
1: appreciation.
0: Okay, here's the thing. So being from Kentucky, not a lot of... uh, Yeah, what's uh, your taco
1: situation, even? Oh, damn. Taco <laughs> Bell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Honestly, Taco Bell is where I learned about tacos. And naturally, Taco Bell has hard shell tacos, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're a kid, it's kind of like, oh, just get the kid a hot dog. Get the kid a hamburger. Get the kid a taco. So I had a lot of tacos when I was sugar. But, you know, you grow. You start to, like, travel. <laughs> you meet people who know actual things about tacos that are not Taco Bell. You know, it's
1: like when I learned that charcuterie boards or adult lunchables? Yeah. I didn't even know there was a level up. I thought lunchables (laughs) were the level up. Nah, fam. Oh, no shit. So many
0: levels. So many levels. Real Uh, tacos. (laughs) So I get introduced to real tacos. Okay. And they're good. I appreciate a taco. So, having experimented with Tacos in different regions, you know. <laughs> I've had tacos in California now. Okay, I've had tacos here in New York. Okay, um, I've come to two conclusions. One, tacos are fine, but they're not really my jam. Like, I would prefer a burrito to a taco any day of the week. Okay. Right? Secondly, when I do indulge in a taco, I want a hard shell. Why? I like crunchy things. I'm a real, I'm really they're into texture. That's so hard
1: to eat. That's not true. Do you eat it like nachos at one point? Like,
0: it feels like just, no. it crumbles and still me well yeah but sometimes good food is messy sometimes when it's good girl gets a little I hate the look you just gave we I'm do, upset <laughs> alright sometimes like, we do get a little messy that's how you know a meal's good uh, <laughs> I like like I will put like potato chips on a sandwich. Because okay, I like the the contrast. Of I the have soft noticed bread this about you. And you the you do yeah. enjoy like a
1: proper chip situation I with do, your sandwich. I
0: like a crunch. Crunchiness is like my like a staple of all of my comfort food. So you all right? Mm-hmm. You're going in for the taco bite. I'm with <laughs> it. I <I'm> mean, in- <laughs> you're biting uh-huh. hard shell completely falls apart. Yeah, sometimes. Does that not happen immediately? Am I eating tacos? No, wrong? I think you can eat it. Am I my a brontosaurus? <laughs> I'm munching on these. I think you're just a Tasmanian devil. Okay. Uh, maybe I should eat better is what you're maybe. saying. You're just gonna be like <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> taco, taco Shell no, everywhere. I taco <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like if you're a Taco Bell, you know they come individually wrapped. So mm-hmm. when it breaks apart, it's all in the whatever. But I mean, you know, if it falls onto your plate, then you got a taco salad at the end. Okay. How can you be mad? I'm not. I just think people should be questions. nicer to people who like hard shell tacos. <laughs> they should also be nicer to people who prefer flour tortillas over corn tortillas because mm. that's also me. Yeah, same. Yeah, fuck that.
1: The corn's not for me.
0: It doesn't reheat very well. Mm. You know, it's a little, it's a little gritty for my taste. Flour is soft and smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I like flour.
1: Flour has never been talked about in this. <laughs> flour blushing like right me. now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My ears are burning. Oh. Who's talking about me? Oh. Shout out to Flower. Shout out to Flower. <laughs> Shout out to Horshell Tacos. That's all. Oh, man. Heaven, guess what? What? We, did it again. we made we it. We did it again. We did it again. We did it again. Hey. We need some studio time, I think. Okay. <laughs>
1: Just to say that on a track. Yeah. (laughs) Turn my headphones out. We made
0: it again. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) Thank you so much to our new friends. This year is You are a joy and a delight. You can follow her on Twitter at The Sheer Truth. (laughs) I will accept it. Love a pun. (laughs) Um, And check out her new special on CISO called Pizza Mind. Pizza Mind. Pizza Mind. See, it should have a T in it. Pizza Mind. (laughs) Shout out to the Pod Squad. Pod Squad. This episode was produced by Nina Potok and Julia Ferlin, with editorial oversight from Eleanor Kagan and Meg Kramer. Meg is making amazing pottery. Shout out to pottery. You don't have to leave that in. I just get really excited when I think about mixed pottery. <laughs> um, and production support from Aguirre, Nish, Ashagre, and Alex Laughlin. Shout out to our in-house musicians, Miss Jean Grey. You can follow her on Twitter at Jean Greasy. And Jean is doing so much cool shit in yes. Brooklyn. If you live in Brooklyn, just go to whatever she tells you to go to. Also, shout out to Don Will of the almighty Tanya Morgan. You can follow him on Twitter at Don Will, spelled just like it sounds. Follow me on Twitter at Broken McPoverty. Uh, email the show tweet us Facebook us at another round also follow Heaven on Facebook she's doing the Facebook thing yeah I'm trying yeah just have your rants on Facebook right on all the things Um, rate us on iTunes tell your friends to listen tell your moms to listen I get nervous
1: when when parents listen to
0: me I get nervous when my parents listen <laughs> but other people's parents yeah <laughs> ring us the moms subscribe to our newsletter you can do that at buzzfeed.com slash another round newsletter drink some water take your meds call your person get some street meat yeah be discerning though